Suck my dick. Somebody else would do it. Shake his wife. You need some blood in it if you're going to present. Welcome. We're back from theballerlifestyle.com. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the show. We're just having a little off-air discussion about the 1987 Paul Verhoeven classic, RoboCop. We should do maybe, we should maybe consider doing an entire episode devoted to that movie to that movie because it's beautiful. And it came out when I was 12 years old and my dad took me to see it. And I'm not sure. One, I don't think they make that kind of violence anymore. It doesn't seem like it. And I'm not sure it was really appropriate for a 12-year-old at the time, uh, but I was into it, and I'm glad he did, so thanks, Dad. Uh, joining me now, it's Ed Daly. Ed, how are you? I'm doing well. Yeah, that movie is so violent five minutes into it. There's just bullets and blood everywhere. It's like so 80s, but it's also so now. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's it's just but- it's perfect. But the one thing, you know, they're trying to predict the future in conflicts, and one of the conflicts, like that, that you know, the fake news that starts off and like introduces what's yeah, going on. Yeah. Um, they expected things to get even hotter in South Africa, like like nuclear war. Yeah. Oh right, like that, that was, was during, the one thing that was that apartheid. was really coming to a head in the late eighties. Yeah. But then, like, I'm not saying things are cool there, but like, you know, apartheid ended and like. That was that. They made it seem like the whites were really going to double down and, like, you know, start firing missiles at. Right. I don't know at other countries yeah. trying to force them to to end apartheid. I don't and, know. That was their prediction. Interesting. Speaking of movies, I saw. I cannot remember in recent history, and maybe it's just because I don't think about these things that much. A movie that I have that has been more polarizing in terms of people's opinions of it mm-hmm. than baby driver which i saw which i showed my son this weekend because he's like hey i want to see that movie baby driver so threw it on this weekend and thoroughly enjoyed it i, I thought it was fun i, I yes just chases. Yeah, shit. it's super good driving car chases. It gets it's a little bit cheesy, but it like plays into that. The fucking soundtrack and score are incredible. Yeah, yeah where he's driving around to Queen and stuff yes. like it's cool music. And yeah, it just good. and it just looks cool. Like it's all mostly in the daytime. It's like real colorful and yeah. I don't know, it's in Atlanta and it's just and like that, that's a fun movie. A fun it's movie. a fun like, movie. You don't, like, get, you don't it, get too deep. I mean, there are yeah. there are weird things you can shoot holes in, but of course, there's fun. a million. But it's like not. It's not going to win any awards or anything. But you're going to sit down with some popcorn and you're going to watch it and you're going to be like, oh, "That was entertaining. That was good." But a lot of yeah, people I've, really hate it. Yeah, I don't know why. I found that to be like, if, if you want to have fun watching a movie, that's that's the type of movie you watch. Yeah, totally good. Enjoyed it. There's a couple hot chicks in it. Had a little bit of everything. You, you know, Jamie Foxx, he was fine. He was there. Yeah. You know, he's doing his I thing. Liked, uh, I, I remember pointing out to you when I uh, saw in the theaters, how about the uh, Spanish chick? Oh. 
huge fan. Huge fan. Saucy. I was watching it with Fancy Sauce, and she um, she Googled her and was, like, check, checking on her computer, and I glanced over, and I saw that the Spanish chick was born in 1990. Oh. And that just really, really kind of bummed me out. I had a bummer of a realization. I was watching college football this weekend, and I yeah. go, oh, next year I'm going to be, like, cheering for people born in 2000. That'll be oh. 18. <laughs> That's so, you know, my Dodgers are in the World Series and they have, they have coming off the bench, Chase Utley, who's, a, you know, was, born in 1920. He's, he's seemed so old and he's like the grizzled veteran and it's, you know, probably his last year and everybody looks up to him and he's a leader and all this. That guy's like four years younger than me. Like it's, he's such an old man. Oh, yeah, we're older than the coaches now. Yes, he's can barely get around the field, and it's just you know just barely hanging on by a thread, and his hair's all gray, and it's fucking. Yeah, how about Dwayne Wade? His old man River. Yeah, yes, totally. It's very, very depressing. I remember when I was like twenty five, and I realized I was watching a college football game, and I was realized, oh, unless I'm watching BYU, there's no one nearly as old as me on any of these fields ever. Like these are kids and I'm much right. older than them. And that was like a real realization. And then the, then the whole, the fact that all professional athletes are younger than me, that kind of never really hit me until recently. Right. And now it's just yeah. like, Oh yeah. By the way, the the old guy that everyone yeah, maybe get, we're as old as like a kicker still hang, hanging right. on, but that's it. Yeah. Venetieri. Venetieri's older than us for sure. But that's right. it. That's it. Uh, anything else? What else is going on? Uh, I went, we, we went to DC this weekend, mm-hmm. like took Ch- the kids chocolate city and all that stuff. Yeah. But, uh, two things. One, fuck Delaware. I've, oh, I've been, I've been for, it's... for like nearly 25 years, I've been making the trip from New Jersey to DC or Maryland. And like, you're in Delaware for like 10 miles and there's always like an hour worth of traffic. It's just one of those places, and there's no real reason for the traffic. Like, you, you, there's like lanes closed, but on the weekend, and no, no work's being done. Like, it's it's weird, and it's just always terrible. And I, I don't understand that state. All I know about it is George Thorogood is from there, and they have bullshit. Traffic. Okay, here's the two things I know about Delaware: tax haven. Well, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Big tax haven. All the all the credit card companies are based there. I think my wife's company's based. Yeah, everything's everything Delaware. They incorporate there because it's it's a safe place to incorporate. Here's the second thing I know. Artie Lang used to drive his Mercedes from Jersey to Delaware to score heroin and then show up for work the next morning. That's the two things I know about Delaware. It's hard to believe that that's where you would get heroin. I know. <laughs> You're in New York City. Right. I don't know. I feel like it's a terrible state. Yeah. No, I, I don't no. know much about it except for it's always fucking full of traffic. It's just, it's a bad place. Did you, what, you know, do you ever have that? Like there's a, yeah. there's an area in California, like you're always going somewhere and like there's one area that there's always traffic for well, no reason. It's all around me. It's, yeah, it's, I guess LA. So there's, well, LA has traffic, but oftentimes, so you're expecting to hit traffic when you get to LA. This is fucking the Californians here. But, you when for some reason 
now it's takes an hour just to get, it should take me an hour to get from my house to downtown LA. It takes me an hour just to get out of Orange County. For some reason, the traffic has encroached upon me where there used to not be any traffic. And I'll be like, oh, it's Saturday. It's two o'clock on a Saturday. I'm fine. And then there right. it is. Why and would there you be run traffic? into it. I know. It's fucking bullshit. Uh, one, yes. one last thing. Yeah. I was at, the, I was at a rest stop yesterday. Uh-oh. Did you get jacked off? Uh, n- no, yeah. but I, I was looking for the wide stances. Right. Um, no, I was just, you know, making my way through. Maybe I had to go back to the car. I can't remember why. Or I was taking my son to, to uh, the uh, men's room. And as I'm, like, walking through, you know, there's just people sitting everywhere eating their shitty food. Yeah. And uh, I almost got punched in the dick by uh, a kid with Tourette's. Oh, no. Are you like sure? Just, <laughs> He's just probably just hyper. <laughs> I don't... I, is, is Tourette's I real? Just, you know how, like, you have to get through... I don't know what condition. I just yeah. assumed it was a Tourette's. Right. He was like, bah! and yeah. then he like jabbed out. And I like. So you're Tourette's, like, you're Tourette's profiling. Way. I lunged at. Well, I mean, then he's just a shitty kid. Like, of I don't course. know what. That's what he is. Something. Yeah. But he screamed and like he threw like a uh, like a good, you know, Muhammad Ali jab. And at your dick. I, I Like right at my dick. What? And I like dodged backward and I kind of collided with the dad. Yeah. Like, and he kind of gave me a dirty look. Oh my God. Like we kind of looked at each other and mm-hmm. it's like, Hey, your kid, your son's got some issues. Like I- I'm okay with that. Like what are you supposed to do? Control you can't, your shit. You know, again. go outside. Yeah. But like your son almost punched me in the dick. Like I shouldn't be the one apologizing. So yes. like I collided with the guy and then I wasn't going to apologize. So I just kept walking. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah, that is a weird, weird situation. People don't – we're in an era where people just do not give a fuck about what their kids do. They don't notice. They're not interested. And meanwhile, it's all like – my kids are good. My kids don't fuck with anybody. They're nice. They're – you know, they're getting bigger so that it's not – you don't have to worry about them running away and stuff. And But I've always been just like terrified that they're going to be – they're going to cause someone else an inconvenience, which is why I'm like, right. oh, if they, I don't want to If they ever babysitter. acted out a yeah. little bit – yeah. You get on it. Totally. Right? You handle it. You handle it right away. And meanwhile, other people just so oblivious. You go to a restaurant and they're fucking running around and they're screaming. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, is that it? You got anything else? That's it. Have you uh, have you caught up on uh what's that show? Larry David? The answers. The answer, no, no, I have not. Ed, I haven't even started yet. Ed, I love that show and I haven't even started. It is so fucking funny and it's not only has it not slowed down, like it did not skip a beat. It did not. It, it's nothing is missing. It's no different than it, it was before. It, it might be better. It might be the best it's ever been. It is so that's crazy fucking considering funny. the hiatus they took. Yes. They've been gone. Six years? Something seven like years? That. Many years. It's at least half a decade, if not longer. And it's just so Larry's on fire. So I need, really need you. I mean, they're half an hour. I know. For I know. 30 minutes. And there's been three or maybe four. I don't know. It's so good. I'm already like getting kind of bummed out that I'm going to miss it when it's gone. Uh, okay. That's it. Uh, okay. You, we have a voicemail. You want to, you want to hear a voicemail? This guy, yeah, actually, this guy actually, actually left two, but one, and they're both kind of long, but they're good. But one, unfortunately, Wayne, you, you were breaking up. You were talking, you were complaining about having to be at Disneyland, which I would love to discuss, <laughs> um, and how awful it was and all that. And you want, you announced that 
Ed and I should have a rap battle in characters. And I thought that was funny too. Uh, but it just, the audio quality was too bad, but let's hear your first, let's hear what you had to say in your first voice. What's up, y'all? This is Wayne in Nashville. So I'm listening to the podcast. I had to push pause. Y'all talking about Dirty John. So I listened to that also, and my thoughts were the same thing. I like that he stopped in the middle of a show, and he was like, hold on, I got to press pause, and then yeah. he then he listened to something that was like five hours long. <laughs> like, that is dedication. <laughs> Hold that thought. <laughs> oh, he said I gotta listen to that. Pause. Hey, he's he's our hardest listener. He can do what he wants. For sure. These people are a bunch of fucking morons. <laughs> How the are. hell did she let this go on for as long as it did? We've covered that. I She's mean, very stupid. Just really blew stupid. my mind. Gullible. Anyway, I'm not evil, but why can't I find someone that's stupid? I'd be nice <laughs> to them. Just take a bunch of the fucking money and then leave them alone. That was my point about this sociopath, Dirty John. Like, he had it so good. All he had to do was be nice to the kids. This broad was paying for everything. She took, he needed clothes. She took him to Brooks Brothers. Like, this He's guy like, was I need set. an apartment, but it's got to be in your name and you got to pay for all of it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> she, got a, she got a fucking house on the bay. Like, he's driving her jag. Like, everything was going so well. Yeah. Oh, she is so freaking stupid. She's very dumb. And yes. <laughs> The whole Walking Dead thing with the daughter and the zombie kid. Anytime she talked, all I could think is that she has smoked way too much meth. <laughs> I guess when you're privileged and you grow up with money, you don't really have to have a real job like her. She worked in a dog kennel. Hey, Wayne, <laughs> maybe she just loves animals. Like, that's, a re- that's a real job for her. I bet I have a feeling they just like, hey, can we do something with her? And they just like, hey, why, why don't you go in the corner and pet those dogs? <laughs> like, she didn't really have a job. Hey, hey. I bet did. you they gave her a keyboard that wasn't plugged into anything. Uh, why don't you enter those files? She did. She did have those heavy-duty rain boots on that day, though, from cleaning out the, <laughs> from cleaning out the cages, which yeah. may or may not have saved her life. To which I She's say. She's like one. You know when you gave your kids, like, the old dead cell phone? You're like, hey, yeah. here's your phone. Like that's yes. that was that's every day for her. Yeah, <laughs> and they're little kids. They're they're playing with all your old Motorola flip phones. <laughs> yeah, that's her. She doesn't even know it's not plugged in or turned why, on. Why was she dry? I want to know. Like, yeah, okay, you had your boots on while you cleaned out the the shit and piss and hosed out the cages and stuff. Why'd you drive home in those? Like, wouldn't you kick them off and throw on your slip ons or something? She, like, are those? She learned. She learned from a new stepdad who had the dirty scrubs all the time. That's right. Okay, let's hear more. Lived in probably a nice-ass apartment out there in wherever, California. And how's he going to let himself go like that? You know, we're talking about how big he was, and then at the end, he's like 160. He's like a crackhead. (laughs) He's an opiate addict. Take whoever out. Yeah, the guy was was struggling at the end. He must have not known about her affinity for The Walking Dead and how she's going to stab him in the eye. It came true. Oh, spoiler alert. By yeah, the way, wait, if you have it. Way. <laughs> that was the payoff right there. Yeah. So, sorry if you haven't listened to <laughs> Walking Dead all the way through or uh, Dirty John. All the, I mean, it, that's pretty old by now, though. It's, uh, I think it, the statute of limitations has expired. We've talked about it for three weeks in a row. Too fucking long of a show. I used to watch it, used to love it. Now I just want to kill everybody that's on that damn show so it will be over. 
Everybody should walk. Is he talking Walking about Walking Dead? Dead? Yeah, Walking Dead is trash. I yeah, I watched Not- the first season. Same. I just got tired of everybody, everybody whispering yeah. and sweating and looking like they stink and then yelling yes. and running and then whispering. It was the same episode over and over again. Well, it's like, oh, no, the zombies are going to kill us. Oh, no, these other people are going to kill us. Oh, no, we vanquished the other people. Oh, no, it's the zombies again. Oh, no, here come some other people. And I imagine that was just the episodes I watched and it's gone on for like nine more seasons since then. I imagine not yeah. much has changed. Yeah. And overall, I, I don't know what it is about me. Like yeah. I have less of a tolerance for things that aren't real. Oh, same. Yeah. Like same. I can, I can put up with like tweaked reality, but right. like fucking zombies, like no. I, I don't know. It's just not for me. I don't, I don't no. give a fuck. Not over like a long exposure. Like I could watch it and watch like right. a killer clown. A but that's movie. Like, but that's just like, you know, just sitting down for a movie and being scared and stuff. But like living with these characters in a reality that doesn't yeah. exist for a long time. Like, nah, yeah, yeah, totally agree. Not 13 episodes. People really tried to get me into that show, The Leftovers. And I, I watched the first season. Same one season for me. Nothing yeah. happened. Nothing fucking happened. No, and I think I started the second season. I got like two or three episodes in it, and I'm like, I'm not doing this again. I went through a, an entire season. Not a goddamn thing happened, and hey, still here, nothing happened. But everything's a little weird. Some people disappeared. Everything's weird, and people are weird. Okay, like it makes do some shit. Make some shit happen. Well, that that's my that's my issue. After maybe I lasted four seasons, but that was that was Game of Thrones for me. Oh yeah, like it was less dragon heavy in the beginning, and yeah. it just got more dragons and things that just didn't matter to me. So. Well, now you you'd really hate it now because now they've gotten to the point where they need to wrap it up real quick, and so shit is happening like every minute. You would go like. Early early seasons, you'd go a few episodes without shit happening. Now there's a every scene something's happening. Some monumental, a, yes, a big characters dying, a fucking dragons torching people, the fucking wall, like shit is happening left and right, and it's like a little too much. It's like okay, calm down. You couldn't even. That's like a six day trek that you just did in two minutes. Like I'm not, you know, I was kind of annoyed by that. Okay, let's finish yeah. up with Wayne. Too many episodes. Okay. Good writing. And ended at that. Yeah. Like I said, I paused it. I may call back and leave another voicemail because every time I listen, I want to call or email. And then by the end, I have so much shit that I want to say. I'm just like, oh, fuck, this is going to take way too long. Anyway, later. You're welcome yeah. anytime, Wayne L. Yes, anytime, welcome. Wayne. Appreciate the call. Hardest listener, Wayne in Nashville. Um, Yeah, This I, and I see the commercials for The Walking Dead. It's one more note. And the main guy, Rick. He looks exactly the same as he did on season one. This guy has, they have not found any like creek or a reservoir, lake, anything that he could just wash his hair in. Yeah, clean can you his imagine body, how bad they some, all smell? Yeah, this, the whole They're world. They're in Atlanta in the summer, right? Yeah, like he could come across a Target or Kmart or something, get some new clothes. Maybe even a maybe yeah. even a Bass Pro Shops and get some like tactical. Yeah, like gear. in the in the movie Zombie Land, which was a zombie thing I liked because it was yeah. just a quick movie. Sam Bill Murray uh, was in it. Yeah, but uh, another spoiler alert. Oh, but, uh, sorry. Anyway, I mean it's a twelve year old movie. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they like went into 
vacant supermarkets and Target type places went shopping, went looking for things. Fuck like yeah. When that's all that's there, no nobody's in there. Right. It's Go the get it. that one guy. The one guy's got a crossbow. I assume he's still got the crossbow, but he's got access to real weaponry. Like that, you got to reload that crossbow with a new arrow every time. How about you get some fucking semi-automatic handguns, right. guy? This might yeah. be a little bit better for you. I did read though that that guy, the actor Norman Reedus. Yeah, that's the, like, ratty-looking dude, right? He, that son of a bitch. Well, first of all, he used to be married to, remember Helena Christiansen? Yes, I do. That's his ex-wife. And I just saw he's dating somebody super hot. Norman, I'm going to Google this because it's important. Norman Reedus, what do I say, girlfriend? Girlfriend. Now, oh, this is people have been searching this. I just saw he's dating somebody. Oh yeah, it's Diane Kruger. The oh, I like her. The, yeah, German. She was American, in Glorious Bastards. She was in Glorious Bastards. She's super attractive. She was with Pacey from One Tree Hill for all those years, and now yeah, now they're yeah, broken yeah. up. And she's dating Daryl from The Walking Dead. But that's not the most in, outrageous thing I heard. I heard this son of a bitch gets a quarter to half a million dollars to show up at one of these Comic-Con events and sign 8 by 10 glossies for the weekend. Wow. Wow. That's some good money, Ed. That's <laughs> that really real, is. That's some real money. And that's on top of his basic cable money that he's putting away. So good for him. But like, get a better weapon. Like, Just move things forward. Uh, okay, what else? Is, hold on. I think we have an email, too. Okay, what do you got? Let's see, let's see what's going on here. Brian and Ed, two questions. Oh, Ed, this is from our very own Writes a Bill. We should honor him with some of his music. Sure. Hold on. Davey's choice. It's a choice I make. Davey's choice. Watch me shiver while you shake. Mr. Sass, he makes some good jingles. Um, Brian and Ed, two questions. One, what's the longest time you ever took a nice continual piss? None of this stopping and starting bullshit, but a nice, healthy tributary. Once in my <laughs> 20s, I was at the trough behind Larry Flint's bar on Bourbon Street and must have gone at least a minute and a quarter. That was a proud day that should be included in my LinkedIn profile. <laughs> and B, how long before you think others in the men's room or everyone that can hear it in the house should stop what they're doing to cheer you on? I think if you can get past 30 seconds, it should be mandatory that everyone nearby should start a slow clap until you finish, until next like time. Like the end of the movie Lucas? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, that'd be great. That's when writes a bill. I feel like I do a pretty long stream Every time I know the the woman I share my bedroom with, she remarks often like, dude, are you serious? Like I've been waiting. I wanted to get in there and you were just letting it fly. I feel like I would put m the length of my regular stream up against pretty much anybody out there. I feel like it's long, but it's never as long as you think. I mean, mm -hmm. a minute and a half is a long time. That's, that's pretty long. That's pretty long. Like, I would guess, like, a long one could be, like, 45 seconds. Yeah. Oh, that's super long. Yeah, no. I mean, that's really long. So, yeah. 30 I don't, I don't seconds think, is insanely long. 
speaking of New Orleans, I yeah. I don't I I don't know about my record, but I do remember maybe six, seven years ago, I was there with some buddies, and one of the bars there had some sort of like urinal game where you you could you could oh. like Get like, a score for the, like the balloon game. Oh, really? It like measured. There was like a graduated cylinder or something. It was something. Maybe the pressure. It was something like continuous Shh, pressure what? or something. Why isn't there and more I, of that? I don't know. It was really cool, and yeah. I won it uh, out of my buddies. But like, it wasn't about time. It was, I don't know what it was, but I won the contest. Oh, good for that. you. Oh. It was at that place that serves the hand grenades. I've never been to New Orleans. Oh, it's great. Uh, yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. I, I do recall I was at a bar maybe like five years ago and I was standing at the urinal and I was looking at my phone pissing and I had been pissing a while. And the guy behind me is like, come on, buddy. Uh, you know, he thought I was just looking at my phone cause I've been standing there so long. And so I had to lean, I had to open up a bit, you know, I had to kind of wide stance it and just, just so he could see over my shoulder that the stream was still, still pouring going, forth. Yeah, like, hey, buddy, I don't, I know the rules around here. I wouldn't just stand here holding my dick, looking at my phone. I would get out of the way. But right. I, you're I'm not s- an inconsiderate asshole. No, like, you're just doing what you have to do. Exactly. I'm just having a piss. Okay. Thank you for that. Writes a bill. Yeah. Thanks, Bill. It's a place in the world, does she know it? It's a place where that sports guy will throw it. I haven't heard my. Oh, you know what? We yeah. we should see if he can add one for uh, for a big movie episode. Oh yeah, well yeah. Should we it's do the be, reveal? Might be short notice. Well, I don't know because the our guests have rescheduled a couple times on us already. But eventually we'll do it. Eventually we are going to do it, and it's we're going to probably going to be kar- soon. Karate so, Kid Two. Yeah, Karate Kid Part Two. A lot of so, you have lobbied for us to review this movie. And I'll be honest, I'm going to come at it with fresh eyes because I've seen it, but only the first time it was out. I don't think I've ever revisited Karate Kid 2 in my life. It had been a while for me. I, I revisited for the purpose of the podcast, so I already took my notes and all. It was, I, uh, it was impressive. I, I recall they quickly dispatch with Allie and he's in this... Uh, Daniel son, he goes to Okinawa and he gets himself an, an Okinawan girlfriend. Yes. So I'm interested to see how this goes. So yeah, probably next week with a couple of special guests, the karate kid, the baller lifestyle podcast review of the karate kid part two. So look forward to that. Uh, okay. Ed, what is going on in the world of sports and racism? <laughs> well, this would be the people cheering. This would be the cheerleaders from Weber High School in Ogden, Utah. Now, they gained attention after the teenagers were exposed for chanting racial slurs. The Salt Lake Tribune reports the teens filmed themselves during a road trip last fall, and I watched oh, no. the video. Yeah. They, they're screaming over and over again, Sergeant Cuff! Sergeant Cuff, and they're laughing, and it's an, it was an Instagram post. And uh, if you take that phrase in reverse, Sergeant Cuff becomes fuck niggers. Oh, no. Are you serious? Yeah. And oh, my God. Laughing. They're just laughing, you know, like, hee-hee, like these dumb yeah. And a school spokesperson had some sort of shit-for-brains response saying, 
it was inappropriate, but they weren't on school property and explained that. <laughs> and after all, the racial slur was said in reverse, uh. like, like making excuses, like no suspensions, nothing. So, Brian, what's the more surprising aspect of the story that cheerleaders posted something dumb and annoying on Facebook or yeah. on Instagram or that a school from the state whose only black residents have been Carl Malone and Ty Corbin would choose not to discipline the racist students? <laughs> Uh, that's, that's a weird thing to make excuses for. Yeah. That's where you just like, oh, they're off the cheerleading squad or they're, they're suspended for three days. Like uh, I sign a, the first, I don't know about your kids' schools, yeah. but the first day of school, you sign like 20 different forms. And one of them is like, yeah, doesn't matter if it's out of school. Like yes. you cannot like post shit about people on social media or, you know, cyber bully. Like that's part of the deal. And cyber bullying. Yeah. When you're screaming the worst word possible probably yeah that's the worst english word right yes it is like whether it's in reverse or not like so shocking off yeah like who raised these people i would be so embarrassed um but you know it's seems like maybe this is kind of like normal it's oh, weird. Yeah. Oh, they even spelled it out look i found, i got it here on the, they even spelled it out in reverse on their in their um, Instagram um, caption. Sergeant Cuff! Sergeant Cuff! Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, these chicks are so annoying. Yeah, don't you want the car to crash? Like, you just want that thing to go off the road. Yeah, and they look. Um, there's. You know, the gene pool there is not very diverse. Oh, like they're all descendants of Brigham Young? Yeah, and it's like when you're, you know, it's when you're from a small town and it's really important that to your, to your family that you marry like the same type of person as you and the lineage doesn't really break apart too far because everybody kind of hangs out in the same place for many generations. People start to develop a certain look and it's not good. It's not a good no. look. Now, uh, I... It, I I know that places like this exist, but I'm always surprised, like, that people, like, think it's yeah. okay. I'm, I don't, I don't for a second, like, deny that racism is out there. Sure. But, like, for people to think, yeah, let me just post this shit online. Like, it's, yeah. it's definitely not going to offend anyone, and, like, this is just going to be a big laugh. Yeah. Like, how, I don't know. I've, I've never, like, I've never, like, held myself back. No. Like, from s saying shit like that. Like, right. I've never said, like, oh, if only these black people weren't around, then I could say this. But these people are the opposite of that. Not only are they not holding back, like, they, they are just all about it. They're putting it on the internet. Yeah, like they're putting weird. it out there for the world. Like, it's so okay with them and their peer group that they can put it on the internet for That's how everyone to see. And it's, like, no big deal. I do think about that, though, because I feel like this kind of stuff will – up until January 20th, up until November 9th, 2016, I thought that this kind of stuff was like not around anymore. And I've thought for sure the next generation, like, I don't think my like kids these are what 16 year olds, 17 right, year olds. Yeah. Right. I don't think my kids have ever like been exposed to obvious racism. I just don't, I don't know anyone in their life that they would hear anything or see anything like that from. I don't, it's just not around them where they are. I mean, I'm sure it's, there are, you know, places that it happens, 
so I just assumed, oh man, we're just, you know, that's the thing of the past. Like it's not, that's not something we're going to have to worry about anymore, but I guess it still is. I took my kids to, uh, that, uh, Adam Yauch park in Brooklyn yeah. one time. Yeah. And like a week later is when they had like swastikas painted all over it. Like, right. yeah, I, I would, right. uh, and I would, I, it was on the news at like the pizza place I was taking them to. Yeah. Like, hey, that's the park, and I was like, "Yeah, let's look away, kids." Like, I don't, I don't want them to be exposed at be- that level. Because Adam Yauch was Jewish, they spray painted his park, or just they were just assholes that just wanted to put swastikas on things. Well, it happened right after a certain election. So oh, I don't know. there was a lot going right. on. There's, There's a, a lot, lot of things crowing about, "Hey, we won," kind of shit. There was a lot of things. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Okay, speaking of crowing, <laughs> what's what's going on in Philadelphia? Well, the other night, a taunting Sixers fan shouted down into the tunnel, Kyrie, where's LeBron? And without missing a beat, Kyrie shouted back, suck my dick. <laughs> the video of the exchange went viral, and fire, Kyrie was fined 25 grand. Now, Brian, wow. two things. Yeah. One, isn't suck my dick kind of a weird thing to say when you're angry with someone? Yeah. Like with another dude and you're angry. Yeah. It's a weird thing, right? Yes. And it's, it, yeah, it's so vulgar. Yeah. And it's just, it's something you don't want. Like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Makes sense. Like, yeah, I don't suck my dick. Like, I don't want you in my presence. I don't want to like, be intimate with you. Like, I don't <laughs> want you, I don't want you closer to me and I don't want your mouth on me. Right, that like would Kyrie's be weird. Kyrie's involved now. Yeah. He's got to get intimate with this yeah, guy. Yeah, that's weird. And uh, I I know I say it a lot, but why can't athletes be allowed to punch fans in the face? I know, but I mean, people are such fucking assholes, but you figure you'd be used to it. I mean, that's not right. even that. That's not even that bad of a thing. Where's LeBron? Like, it's so unoriginal and uninteresting and unfunny and stupid. Like, he got traded. Like, it's a business. He went to a different team. Fucking cares. Like, you're not tied to the person you used to work with. Imagine if everyone, if everywhere you went, mm-hmm. people talked to you about Dave, that guy that you shared it, that was your cubicle mate in 1997. Right. Like, imagine right. that, like, that's everything about you is tied to that person. I think about that because I'm a divorced person. And I've been divorced now for, I'm married to somebody else. You know, I'm, di- I'm divorced. And yeah, I share kids with someone, but we're not together. And uh, every time I see somebody that knows both me and my ex-wife, they'll always say something about she or about her to me. And I'm always like, that's such a weird thing that to always have to be tied to someone else when you it's have a new identity. Yeah. When you've, you've separated and your, your lives have gone different directions and it's been a long time, but always, 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 you know, it doesn't go, uh, I don't go a month without somebody going, Hey, uh, you know, so-and-so was doing this. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. Like, I, that's weird. I never yeah. thought about something like that. Yeah, And yeah. it's, it, but imagine it's somebody you worked with. Like I could see why people do it to me or to people that used to be married, but I mean, you just, you just work together. Like just because you get to watch my job on TV doesn't mean that it's not any more than just we we work together and now we don't you know we made right. we made both we made decisions for our career and now we don't so weird uh, so it's a stupid taunt and but you figure you got to be above you've been in the league a long long time people have said way worse shit to you than that like that's such a weird one to react to I assume it was after a loss like I the, would guess yeah 
Yeah, like he was just annoyed. I, yeah. I mean, I do think that there's a lot of pressure on him, you know, because yeah. he wanted to be the man. It's like, all right, you got right. it. Celtics right. are yours, and what's Hayward's out, so well, the guy. Uh, also, I think, yeah, he wanted to be the man, but he didn't want to be the guy holding the bag. And he right when LeBron goes to the Lakers, LeBron's gonna go. He's leaving, and, and he's, he's stuck in Cleveland. He's over it, and he's like, "Oh wait, it's just me. You just you just left me here." And you know, so he right. he wanted to move first. And it's hey, these guys got to make decisions for themselves. Like that's of course everybody's got to do what they got to do. You know, there's a lot of, of money involved, and also this this Kyrie, this guy fucking sells shoes. Yeah, he, he needs to be in a place where he can keep selling those fucking shoes because I think he's got like the number one or two selling shoe and basketball shoes don't aren't don't sell like they used to. So it's basically like his game right now to keep selling it's, shoes. It's weird that he is. Is it just like the fatigue of LeBron? Because like he he's an excellent player. And he's really he had good, a key yeah. shot to win the championship. Yep. But like. He was LeBron's second fiddle, like a distant second fiddle. Like yeah. LeBron is, you know, in the running for best player of all time. Like yeah, there's it, a big difference between him and Kyrie. It is kind of weird because you'd think like uh, Russell Westbrook or uh, James Harden. Although James right. Harden has an unpalatable visage, which I think makes it – he needs to get rid of that beard. Like you can't – that's just not a Madison Avenue look. Like you got you to gotta look better if you want to – advertise shit but westbrook is like a, a you know a normal looking that's know, what i mean stylish yeah. guy like you would think he would he would be way more popular he's, than Kyrie. he's got like clothing line yeah and that's i so i think it also has a lot to do with the, the design of the shoe like Kyrie. Irving oh yeah curry has, has shitty looking shoes right yeah no Kyrie irvin has really cool looking shoes right. oh curry steph curry curry but I'm yes. saying I, when you said that, yes. I remember like they had the big launch and everybody's like, right. that looks like, you it's know, like, a pair of old Spaldings. Yeah, he's an Under Armour guy and he's got like a dad shoe. So it's like it's you got to kind of catch. You got to be an exciting guy, but also you can't have an ugly ass shoe. OK, what else is going on? Speaking of All right. ugly, speaking of ugly places, what's happening in Maine? We already talked about <laughs> Delaware made up. Yeah. Delaware, Utah and Maine. We're really hitting all yeah. the uh, Maine white states like Maine really <laughs> exists. Come on. Um, according to a report from the Portland Press Herald. Oh, by the way, I, I here's a little trivia for you. Portland, Oregon, when they yeah. got the Northwest Territory. A guy, the two guys who were settling it, one was from Portland, Maine, and the other was from Boston, Massachusetts, and they flipped a coin, and it would have been called Boston, Oregon, or Portland. That's where it came from. So that's a much better, because think about Boston Pride. If, yeah, uh, but if it would they be had a whole city named after them, they'd be so proud of themselves. Well, but I see, I see it the other way as there we could be like, oh, you're not even the best Boston. Like there's a way there's a Boston with way better food That's, trucks and it's on the West Coast. Like that's what's a good point? You're not even the you're not even the coolest Boston. Right. Yeah, that's a good that's, point. That's an interesting fact though, Ed. You you always come up with those. Yeah. Well, anyway, according to that paper, the football coach at Gray New Gloucester High School resigned after instructing his players to taunt a Yarmouth player with gay parents during the game last Friday, telling them to ask the player Who's your daddy every time he was tackled? <laughs> when the Press Herald reached out for comment, Superintendent Craig King told them, told them simply that Coach Dwayne Greeton was no longer 
it no longer worked for the school. Now, Brian, on a scale of one to ten, how surprised are you that the hateful asshole coach's name was Dwayne? <laughs> it's <laughs> it just nothing surprises me anymore. You know, like it just people are saying the n-word in reverse on their instagram Lead, leader of young men yeah, yeah. Let's, let me set an example for my players yeah. who's your daddy like it just so and it's like always so unclever right fucking you, asshole you know it's just like what like it would be better if it was kind of funny like if you wanted to make fun of somebody and you could find like something to kind of edgy to kind of zing them with. And it's like way more palatable and less um, upsetting, but it never is. It's always just kind of like really stupid. Yeah, I, I, I had some steakhead uh, football coaches in my day, but like if they said something like that, you'd be like, no, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. No, no, it's <laughs> sorry. Like somebody might see me doing that and they might think I thought of that and I'm smarter than that. And I don't right. want people to think that I don't get humor. Because one, I don't hate gay people, yeah. but I do hate bad humor. Totally. So, much so much worse. You can go fuck off with that. Ed, I saw this on the local news last week because it happened yeah. here in Long Beach, California. But there's a there's a restaurant. It's like a little like bistro that you know, like one of these sort of like quasi fancy, like small plates, like artisan restaurants and mm -hmm. let me see if I can find what it's called. Um, oh, it's called sweet Dixie kitchen. Oh, and I like that. They like do, a, yeah. They, country. Yeah. They do like Southern sweet potato hash oh, and biscuits and gravy. Yeah. Salmon Benedict and like soul food. Excellent. Good shit. Frito pie. Like all, this is the kind of shit that's really good when you're hungover. Like you go, Oh, that's a great Sunday meal right there. Yeah, a little, little hair of the dog and just some something hearty to comfort you. Well, this sweet Dixie chicken, Ed, they've been doing mm -hmm. they've been doing chicken and waffles, which, you know, Delicious. fried chicken, fresh Belgian waffles with good maple syrup, like the whole deal, hot sauce, like just really do it up. Everything was going well. Like it was a Everyone thought this is a really good item until a Yelp reviewer posted that he saw workers walking in to the restaurant with buckets of Popeye's chicken. <laughs> Turns out that they were just repurposing Popeye's chicken as their own fried chicken and selling it in their chicken and waffles and the uh, the woman owner, like, doubled down on it. And she's like, yeah, it's, you know, we buy, we buy ingredients from all different places. And we have, yeah, we buy Popeye's <laughs> chicken and, and reserve it because, you know, we like it or whatever. But it is kind of weird that they don't, that it's not like it's said on the menu, like, you know, chicken and waffles featuring Popeye's chicken or anything. Like they were obviously sort of trying to keep it a secret because it's right. a lot easier to buy cheap, shitty fried chicken than make your own delicious, tasty right. fried chicken. Um, but, but what do yeah. you call it shitty? Because Popeye's is not shitty. Well, it's yeah, but I I don't mean that it's shitty tasty. Yeah, it's I cheap. Mean, it's cheap. But I mean that God. it's probably they don't probably use 
the um, a locally sourced pasture raised organic right. bird that lived a good life. They get one. They get yeah. It. They they get it on the cheap. But my yeah. God, there's there's really very there there are few things more delicious than Popeyes like a nice Popeyes fried chicken. Yeah, I don't think I've spicy. ever had. I don't think I've ever had Popeyes. Uh, we don't really have them around here. It's it's too good. That's the problem. Yeah. Like it's it's just too good. And I know like that the trend, everybody loves the Korean fried chicken. Like yeah. that's the yeah. That's like the, you know, the fancier fried chicken. And it's all right, right. but like it's half as good as Popeyes. Popeyes is like w- exactly what you would want from from these, you know, southern soul food places. Popeyes chicken is amazing. It, there's that's one of those things. It's got to be at the top of the list, fried chicken, I mean, of the last meal requests. Of course. Because you don't have to care about the cholesterol at that no. point. And it's just so fucking good. Like there's, n- it's all you, <laughs> perfect. it's all hot and crusty on the outside and then you rip it open and it's all juicy and delicious yes. inside. Like there's really just nothing better than delicious fried chicken. My issue with the the Korean barbecue, yeah, is it's a lot of crunch and fried, not much chicken. But the the chicken is lacking on the inside. Yeah, that's why you need these antibiotic raised birds that are caged and not allowed to move or anything because <laughs> right. they get real you, fat and real big in a short yeah, time. Yeah, you need the saddest life chickens. Yeah, that's if you want to make the most delicious fried chicken. Yeah, I don't. I'm really conflicted. I don't know if I if I should be mad at this sweet Dixie. I kind of like that she she just said yes. Yeah, like, yeah. She's like, yeah, yeah, we use it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm I'm sure it's really good, and, and it's the, not the it's markup not, she's making is great. Totally, but <laughs> what does she charge? She's charging twenty bucks for something that costs three for like eight pieces. Yeah, and yeah, but it's like you don't know what the markup is on any. You know, they're they're buying wholesale anyway of everything, so it's the markup is probably more because she's buying Popeyes retail version right. of the chicken. You know, it's not like she's getting a, a wholesale price from Popeyes. So I don't know. I might have to go there and. Just, do my own right, investigation. You ever, you ever work in a uh, bar where you you do yeah. the, like the liquor orders? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Oh the my god. Markup. Like I remember working in the college bar, and they were paying at the time when they're charging, even when it's like cheap college prices, two seventy five. Yeah. They're paying like forty six cents a, a Bud Light. Or oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's there's a huge markup just just from the middleman to to the bar. Oh the the margins at restaurants on food. Very slim, minimal. the The money is made on the drinks. It's the it's the soda. It's the f- alcohol. Like that's how they're getting you. That's that's how or that's how they're getting their money at least. Uh, okay, Ed. This this I really want. This this is kind of visual, so we're gonna have to go through it. This I had never heard of before. <laughs> Neither had I. But I didn't. I don't know if you know this, but May thirtieth. 1990 is a seminal day in seminal in in <laughs> comic history lore how how deprived were we <laughs> that we like the sunday 
We would look at the paper. I remember genuinely having excitement in my heart for the Sunday comics. I remember being annoyed that my parents didn't subscribe to the better paper so I could get a better comics on the weekend. (laughs) Same. And my parents on Sunday would get the Sunday Times. I was like, this isn't doing me any good. I want comics. Is there no comics in the Sunday Times? No, they don't play. You know what they have on Sundays? A really hard crossword. Oh, yeah, I know about that. They don't don't have – there's no Beetle Bailey. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Those fucking comics are all so terrible. (laughs) Andy Cap is just drunk and beating his wife. Yes. Uh, then you had those weird ones like Mary Worth and uh, the old timey like ones, the, like the serious ones. Yes, what, it was like a serial. Like, oh my god, last Sunday Dick Tracy was getting into it with Two Face. Yeah. I th- I've been waiting all week to read six more words of what happens. But the worst of all is the family oh family circus. It's just family one circus? cell, family circle, family oh, circus, Billy. Billy dipping into the sugar instead of eating the, and making the sh- chocolate chip cookies. And you're like, well, what does that mean? That that one w- had a secret Jesus theme, right? There was something going on because it, it was probably as funny as Davy and Goliath. I, yeah, I didn't know until college. I didn't never had it really explained to me. I never and I never connected the fact that Peanuts, Charlie Brown, he's this like fucking super depressed morose kid and this that charles schultz that's him he's drawing himself that's how he saw himself he was that yeah, guy and, and there i i saw i think there was an obituary recently of the red-headed girl oh really peppermint patty no 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 oh. there was like the love interest that it wasn't in like every, every oh uh-huh he he yeah. had like this affinity for the red-headed girl that you right. never met and it was this woman and she became like you know a footnote, but like they, her obituary was like in, you know, the Times, the New York Times or something. Like they were like, oh, the redhead girl finally died and she, she yeah. was his love interest, like, yeah. you know, 70 Lucy, years ago. Lucy, his tormentor, cunt, was his ex wife. He based her on his ex wife. And this, okay. here's this like sad dude and this <laughs> sad, unfunny fucking comic book or comic strip that we're just, beaten over the head with our whole childhood and told that this is entertainment and it's so unfunny and snoopy like and what i don't understand snoopy like sometimes was flying the doghouse like what that what, was like what, his what fantasy what's going on yeah he who's was, fantasy though are we are we in charlie brown's head or no snoopy's no it's snoopy's off doing his own thing so we're we're reading a comic about a irrational thought of a dog like that doesn't make sense either. Right. Very confusing. And then there's Schroeder. He was the real poon slayer. Like he played the piano. He had that tiny piano. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was really but I I feel like he was gonna get into he some heroin the, before he long. Nice, yeah. Mm-hmm. He had the nice blonde locks. And how about Pigpen? What this kind of was asshole? homeless? Yeah. His pa- <laughs> his parents let him Oh, you yes. think he was just straight up homeless. But like oh, no, he's just dirty. The home, like the Halloween special, yeah. He's he's even like dirty in his ghost costume. Yeah, he has like, a dirty ass ghost costume. And like, why do they have to hang? And people are like, oh, pig pen. And it's like, oh, get over it. It's like the guy's creating mud everywhere he goes. Like, fuck yeah. off, yeah. get him out of the house. Totally agree. Linus, fucking security blanket. He sucked. And 
whole great pumpkin thing. And then oh, uh, the Christmas special, he's the one who brings everybody down. Everybody's like talking yeah. about, you know, presents and trees. And then he's like, yeah, let me tell you the story of fucking Mary and Joseph. And everybody gets all bummed out. Oh, yeah, that's what got me going on this in the first place. It's, a, it's yeah. another secretly Christian themed <laughs> entertainment for children. Like they're trying to sneak it on us. Yeah. Between so that, Davy and Goliath, and the same guy who made Davy and Goliath made Gumby, so I assume Gumby was part of that whole cult. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Well, that makes me think. Art th- cloaky. So this, uh, this Garfield, so mm. May 30th, 1990, there was a particularly interesting or memorable Garfield strip, and it's in, it's in color, so it must have been on the weekend. Because you know, during the week they just didn't print. So those are the throwaway ones. Yeah, <laughs> black and white. They saved. They saved up. All, <laughs> this is the good stuff. They saved up all their real zingers for the weekend. I have. Well, before we get into this, I just thought of something. Garfield is an orange ass cat, but there was also Heathcliff, which is an orange ass cat. But I feel like Heathcliff was around. Like Garfield was more prominent. But I feel like we have a Heathcliff is older, right? Yeah, I feel like we have a Hydrox Oreo situation here, where the actual thing is thought of as the copy of the thing, when really right. it's the original thing. This Heathcliff, he really got fucked over, and he had a lot more going on. Like he had friends and shit. This this uh, this Garfield, yeah, he had an old gang. Yeah, he had a whole gang of other cats, and they'd go out, they'd make things and do happen. Shit. Yeah, this Garfield just fucking laid around the house eating lasagna. Yeah, yeah. fucking and with the dog. The, yeah, and why the fuck did he care that it was Monday? He's a goddamn cat. Yeah, yeah. every day is Sunday for a cat. They sleep 16 <laughs> hours a day. And it's just, this John was feeding him lasagna. Well, this one, Ed, it's, it's widely considered the John drinks dog semen strip. And I'll, de- I'll describe the strip. It's three cells. And the first cell, here's, here's John. And he looks like he's on something with those big eyes. The big eyes are real wide open. And he's just looks, yeah, he's bugging out. Yeah, he looks like he's on speed or something. Adderall, <laughs> like he's really hyped up. And he's walking in and um, Garfield appears to be exam- being ex- examined. There's a woman, she's kind of hot. She's got a nurse's uniform on, a lot of red lipstick. And Garfield, and there's a cup, there's a, there's a mug on the table. And this John walks in and he's, and he says, have a cup of coffee, John? Why, thanks. Don't mind if I do. And he reaches for the mug. And then in the next cell, he whooshes. There's like, there's like movement of the mug and he's got it to his lips and he's just guzzling it. He's just, which is weird because if he thought it was coffee, you just, you coffee's hot as fuck. You, you never you found the cold open, huh? You never, you never, <laughs> you never gulp coffee. You just, right. You, you sip here. Look here. This is what it sounds like. This is what it sounds like right here. You don't you go. go. <laughs> so that right there, that's the that's something telling right there because he's he grabs it and he's just pouring it down. And the nurse who's still holding on, or the veterinary tech, I guess, is she's holding Garfield, and Garfield's just like looking with those like his, his eyes are like slits like they are because he's probably high or he's 
had too much lasagna or whatever. And he's just kind of like looking at John, like, fuck off. And, uh, and the nurse says, while, while, um, John is gargling away, <laughs> she says, congratulations, Mr. Arbuckle. And then we get to the, to the ultimate singer. Th- yeah. To the, to the resolution, the final scene. And it's John is like, he's freaked out. He's got his, his mouth is pursed and his cheeks, his cheeks are puffed out and his eyes are, his eyes are bugged out, but there's like an extra like exclamatory look and he's shaking. It shows that he's shaking. He's got his hands up and the, uh, and the nurse says, you are going to give birth to a fine, healthy litter of puppies. And, and, and Garfield, he, now he was so chill. The first two, he was like, couldn't be fucked. And now at the end, his fucking eyes are wide open. He he opens his eyelids. Right. And he has a thought bubble and he's looking, he's breaking the fourth wall. He's looking directly at the, at the viewer. And it says, and he's got a a thought bubble because he can't talk. (laughs) It's his is just a thought. And he says, I hate puppies. Wow. So the obvious inference there ed is inference the obvious inference there ed uh-huh. is that this this veterinary clinic had a coffee mug filled with dog jism puppy cum <laughs> and knows nothing about animal husbandry <laughs> Right, and this—that's this, true. I didn't even—we didn't even get to the science of the whole situation yet. And this John, John Arbuckle swings in and just fucking helps himself. Like, what if that had been somebody's coffee? Imagine just walking up and somebody has a beverage there, and it's just a beverage. It's not dog cum, and you're just like, oh, this is pretty good. Like, who the fuck would do that in the first place? A guy on meth, maybe. Yes, you get what you deserve. But he's he's guzzled down. The the inference is that he's guzzled down a full <laughs> cup of dog cum, and it's I, I don't think how you could read anything else into that. What do you think, Ed? I totally agree. And you know when you were talking about the lasagna, it made me think. I, have you ever made lasagna? It it takes so much work. work. It takes not like half spaghetti a day. and meatballs. No, you got to layer it. It takes some work. Got to boil shit. Yeah. So you've got a single man bending over backwards to make an intricate yeah. meal for his cat, yeah. well, lasagna. Well, just he definitely likes a mouthful of soup. That's true. That's true. That's true. I mean, just back it up. He's a single man that owns a cat, right? I mean, it's, <laughs> that's all it's you as need. Far as you need to go. But yeah. but for a dude to go through that much work to give his cat, like cats will just eat shit out of a can. Yeah, that's true. And this guy is is making a detailed dinner for his love. Like, he is guzzling anytime he... If yeah. you leave a cup of semen out that's in true. front of that guy, he's guzzling it. That's, that's, that's true. That's a really, really good point. Well, I see here that this strip has come to be so um, widely known that people actually order it. Like they have it framed on their wall. It's like a, uh, like a gay pride. Yeah. The, the dog cum strip. There's like a picture of somebody's tweet here. The dog cum strip has arrived and it's like a framed version of this. <laughs> and so I guess Buzzfeed did an investigation of the thing and they had to get this Jim Davis 
AK, another guy that was basically drawing himself, John Arbuckle. Not the fact, not mind you, that he stole this whole idea from Heathcliff. Like, I mean, an orange cat, like make the cat a different color. Right. Like you're going to do a cat also. Like, right. do, just do it slightly different than Heathcliff. You're doing the no, exact same, same thing. Same, same colors. The little and, black stripes on the orange. And don't pull that shit that, oh, I didn't, I never heard of Heathcliff when I started drawing yeah. Garfield. Like, I don't. It's like I remember when the OC came out and the guy was like, oh, I never saw 90210. Yeah. Oh, so. How's that what? even possible? It's on, yeah. it's on the same <laughs> network. Like, how is that? Yeah. It was, and the show ended like three years before the OC. Like, yeah, yeah, you knew exactly right. what it was. Also, this was also at a time where there was no internet, but we all, but we all knew that Rod Stewart had to get semen pumped out of his stomach. That's right. Like, That's you know, right. Like and, a, and, and uh, gear, gear had the gerbil. Right. The gerbil like sitch, Rod Stewart, all the above. Um, so he had to comment this Jim Davis had to comment mm-hmm. and he said, and just t- try to just try to suspend, just give the guy the benefit of the doubt and just be like, okay, mm-hmm. just let's hear it. It's obvious. It's obviously a confused situation. It was 1990. Like no one was drawing cum strips back then. Just give us the explanation, Jim. This is what he said on the farm. We used to give first calf heifers a high protein supplement Ed, on the farm and at my high school. We used to give first, cla- <laughs> first calf heifers a high protein supplement to help them deliver healthier calves, he said in a statement. <laughs> the supplement was provided by our vet. Since Liz is a vet, I assumed that there would be a similar supplement for dogs. So John is drinking a protein-enriched drink formulated for a pregnant dog. <laughs> you know that scene in Vacation Perfectly where plausible. Clark comes up comes up with the like the real intricate reason why he was swimming naked with Chrissy Brinkley, yeah, and at the end, Rusty's yeah, like, "Yeah, yeah, I get it. Uh, you think Mom will believe that?" Like. <laughs> Yes. That's the same type of deal. Like after this, you're like, yeah, okay. But do you think everyone else will believe that story? Yeah, he he protesteth too much, obviously, because that's a that's the a dog best denial. Thing. Yeah, is when you don't explain yourself. He's like, ah, oh, it's just you know coffee and like you know something screwed up. Like he had a very detailed. Oh, you know, I've I, I worked here and this and that. Like no, that's oh, not how yeah. it goes, buddy. I used I used to work with a guy that would just he had a hard time showing up for work and every time it would be just a more detailed lie about why he couldn't come in or he was going to be late and it was a it was a whole thing and of course everybody knows you're lying because you put too many fucking details in it. Right. That's the thing. Cuz a guy that's if you not feel lying like you don't need to lie. Yeah. You're just like, "No, yeah, weird weird day. Yeah, weird day." You don't tell a whole story. Start. Ed, joining us now, the pop culture segment of the show, just just in the building. It was almost, it was touch and go there for a minute. Luckily, she was able to join us. She was a game time decision. Absolutely. It is Fancy Sauce here to educate us on what's going on in the real news. How you doing, Fancy? Hello. Hi, Kate. Hello. How's it going? How is it going? Oh, that reminds I'm me. I'm doing an Australian accent for you. Oh, people love that Australian yeah, accent. Okay, did you ever read that? Did you ever read the Declaration of Independence when in the course of human events? I did not. 
You Sorry, didn't? Oh, Toby, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Now. Yeah. I forgot. That was, yeah. He was going to give us five dimes for that. I know, but here's the thing. You need to make it really easy for me. You need to yeah. email me what you need me oh, to Oh, well, you got to Google that? Like, I don't hit me up on Twitter. I said to email me. I think I gave you my email. Just make it yeah. as easy for me as possible if you want me to do something. You, well, the thing is, if you haven't read the Declaration of Independence, that only qualifies you to be president of the United States. <laughs> right. So, um, you good. know what's weird about the Australian accent is like it's not that hard to to figure out, and yeah. I I'm friendly with a uh, uh, you know a, a mom of one of my mm, son's friends is Australian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and we were uh, picking up our kids from soccer practice today, and another woman heard her talking to me, and she goes, "Oh, that's a lovely accent. Yeah. Are you Irish?" Uh, yeah, and I was like, "What? Like that's." Irish is nothing like an Australian no, accent. not even close. The Australian accent, very similar to the um, Kiwi accent. Yeah, if you, if you were Kiwi and you mistaken it for Australian, that's one thing. Yep. But Irish, yep. Irish is not like, it's no. not like the... No, not anything. even close. The, ki- the And it's the Kiwi and Australian accent are very similar because it's basically the same country. Like there's no, not really any difference... Between an Aussie and a Kiwi, it's basically exactly the same people. And similarly, the this uh, woman's Tazzy. Oh, She's really? Tazzy. Oh, that's wild. Tasmania, and her, and her husband loves to make fun of her. I guess ta- Tasmania is like the Alabama. Oh of, yeah, it's like the Bogan area. Yeah. So he's, well, from, he's like from Sydney, real, like, so he loves taking shots oh, yeah, at Tazzy's. Because Sydney's like the New York, like that's the high right. class. It's the beach. It's like the. It's like the um the more cosmopolitan. Yeah, it's like the um, French Riviera. Like it's got like all that going on. It's beautiful. Tazzy, I guess. Cool. Yeah. yeah, Cato down home. K- our very own Cato is from Perth, which is fucking way oh, is, out on the side. Is that considered? I know it is remote, but is it considered like? What do you mean the like side? A, I don't a s- metropolitan area, or is it? Yeah. Like it is. Yeah, super remote. Yeah, like, you I don't can even Google know. it. It's, we have a Ed, it's the most. I know exactly it's where the, the most remote. Is. It's the most remote the city in the world. Pictures of it. There's we have skyscrapers. Yeah, it is the most remote city. That's in the right. World it's where it's I grew way up. out there in the corner, in the western bottom, bottom west, southwest, southwest corner, kind of like here. That's it's right. the L.A. So, of of right. Australia. Exactly. I believe that San Diego is our sister city. Sister city, yeah. It's probably about the same size. I don't know who decides on those sister cities. Oh. You ever hear? Yeah, you ever hear the sister city, and it's like, oh, yeah. Toledo's the sister city of Milan. You're like, what? Who picked that one? Is this is this like the mayoral bet? Is this how we get sister yes. cities where they're like? I think so. Yeah, but we are like San Diego in a lot of ways, so it doesn't make sense. Yeah, fantastic. Um, okay, quickly before we get into the pop culture correspondent, we have an email, amigos. Let me start with apologies to my Miha fancy for causing hashtag dong chat in her session last week. That being said, another oddity I encounter at the urinal is the dude that shakes his ween furiously when he's done. Is this too right. somebody else would do shake his wing? Is this to one intimidate others around him that his peen needs serious shaking? No, he just doesn't like the drippage. Hold on. B, gets him a little excited to give false 
sense of limp length, my personal favorite, in front of my wife. Or three, he is really angry at what he's working with. As always, thanks for your insight. Your Mexican, Cal State Fullerton, John and HB. Um, well, I have some thoughts. Ed, you want to go first here? So was option three like, let, let me see if I can build this thing up a little bit? No, that's that's B. B is he's B. getting a little blood in it. He's shaking it to get some blood so he can present. You need some blood in it if you're going to present. I can respect that. Of course. Um, I think there is uh, there is something to some guys go a little too much. Like it, it yeah. seems because you're not like really staring at him, but you're aware of what's going on. And there's a little bit too violent as shaking, yeah. and you're like, "What? What's going on there? Yeah. Like, you're just trying to get some drips out. Like, you're not, you're not <laughs> masturbating. What are you doing there?" It's true. I got a buddy. I feel like guys like that's what they did when they were eight, and then they just keep doing it. And it's fucking <laughs> well, weird. I, you, um, you might be right there. Unfortunately, yeah. when you most guys like, don't evolve just, past. This eight. is what I do after I pee. When you know, when you get, you hit a certain age. There's no amount of shaking that's going to get it all out. It's always going to keep coming. Yeah, they're all there's a, a always a little more dripping out of there. I have a buddy. Just don't wear khakis. His name is Spencer. And this guy, after he's done taking a piss, he doesn't shake. He gives that thing a stroke. He get, like squeezes it, oh, like st- toothpaste. Like yes, he's trying to get it out yes, of and he's like moving up and down the shaft, and you're like, "Dude, what are you doing?" Because it it's got a sexual undertone to it, just the, by the way he's handling himself. He's, but that's he's just really squiring it. <laughs> yes, that's just his move where he he feels like he can get it all out that way. Um, this is actually sort of a topic on this week's. Uh, curb your enthusiasm ad, which you've unfortunately missed. So, Not missed, just haven't yeah, seen it yet. You haven't seen yet. Uh, but thanks for that, John. I don't, I, I appreciate you reaching out. And I think did, it's. Did John say what he is? No, well, I mean, he does like to get a little excited, but I don't think that's after urination. I think everybody does that. If you're going to show it to somebody, you need to get a little blood in it, get a little blood going. You don't want it full hard because that's embarrassing. Like a well timed slap. Yeah. Probably be yep. Right. Just a little, just a little squeeze, little squeeze. You're not angry blood. with it. You're just, you're just trying to get it going. No, Kate. I noticed you're looking at your phone there, not participating in the conversation. Yeah, what happened? What's going on there? Well, I don't know. What would you guys do after you piss? You don't. No. no. I only know what you do. Do you have thoughts? What do I do? Well, you drip a little. I do. How dare you? What do you mean I drip a little? <laughs> I dribble. I've seen some drip. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It's as and much I, as I shake it. I've said, yeah, that, can you not? Drip? Like you said, there's something you you, you you reach an age and you can't stop. Fully. I, I also maybe I need you know what I need is one of those like um, those finger cots, but like dick size. Now we can and just I can rig you one just, of those. Just no problem. Roll it up, roll it over the tip, mm-hmm. and just catch those last few yeah, drips. Like little, That's what Stern like builds a little, a little uh, mini. Oh, he does. He says he at a toilet. Paper. He says he builds. He, he builds a, a toilet paper turban. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, interesting. They should make those. They should. We shouldn't have to make our own. That's yeah. that's the matriarchy. For you just that's for the matriarchy. You guys have panty liners and tampons. You guys got everything you need, but that's because of the matriarchy. Us men, 
where nobody thinks about our needs and our Maybe we should have drips. a baller lifestyle. Yes, signature. Hat. Yes. You started kick, signature. Kick funder. Dong urine collector. <laughs> Fun starter. Uh, okay, Kate. What is going on in the world of pop culture? Well, what is happening in fancy pop? <laughs> good news. Yes. Good news for the Super Bowl halftime this year. Oh, yeah. Yes. Next year. Yeah. February 3rd. Yeah. Um, it's this, it's this it's season. Super Bowl next year. 53. Yep. Of course it is. I'm not sure where it's going down. Ed, Ed would know this. Is it, it only goes to a few cities. Ed, who, where is the Super Bowl nah. this year? Atlanta? No, but it used to be in like just great cities yeah. for Super Bowls. Miami. Now they put it in like rando well, if places. You, if like you get a new stadium, you get to have a Super Bowl. Yeah, like they had it in New Jersey. They a had couple it in years Detroit. Ago. I do know yeah. that. Yeah, I do it's know no good. that yeah. Super Bowl Fifty Four will be going down at the Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, yeah. Florida. Oh yeah, interesting. I feel like to do I feel like they have a lot in Houston. Today. Yeah. Okay, um, so yeah. good news. Yes. Your favorite entertainer, because he really is an entertainer, Stop will be it. performing during the halftime. Stop it. He has not performed since 2004 when is, he Is his buddy performed. Jimmy Fallon going to be there to support? He, I'm sure. He performed with Janet Jackson mm-hmm. during the, uh, with the notorious nipple slip. She had that nip barb slip. through her nipple. <laughs> nipple jewelry. None other than hammiest of all hams, Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Very fond of himself. I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> oh, he, he does. You know, he, he really does love himself. If you want, yeah. you can Google a skit that he and Jimmy Fallon did no. about him performing at the halftime. I'm sure he can Oh, outline. like recently? Like to announce it? Of course he did. Yeah, like yesterday. Here's what I hate about Justin Last Timberlake. Night. He's so cheesy. What I hate about him is that there are guys, men, who who... I see on Twitter that are like, oh man, that guy's got life figured out. Like he just makes all the money and he plays golf and he's got talented. And I'm like, how can you not see how fucking cheesy and tired this guy's act is? Like, I don't, how is it that only I, I feel like it's, they live. Are you familiar with that? John Carpenter movie? They live. Yeah. Yeah. I know you are Ed. I'm looking at Kate McManus here. (laughs) Stars. The wrestler Rowdy Roddy Piper, and he no. puts he's, he, he's here to do two things. Yeah, what is it? Kick ass. Two bubble gum. Two yeah. bubble gum. Yeah, he wears certain glasses, and he can see who amongst us are aliens. Uh, I feel like I got the fucking glasses on, and I'm the only one. How can no one see how cheesy and how much this guy sucks? Because people and have bad times. Everything he does with Jimmy Fallon sucks because liking Jimmy Fallon wrong, also sucks. Liking the wrong people is also. Um, having bad taste. It's part you know of having it is? bad taste. You know what it is? What? It's basic. Fucking basic. You're basic as fuck. Okay, what else? Fuck Justin Timberlake. Um, DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. Khaled. Yeah, he had the banger of the summer. What's the banger of the summer? I'm the one, I'm the one, I'm the one. That one? That but he's him. most famous for All I Do Is Win, right? That's yeah. the big thing. All I do. He's, he's got a really cute baby son. He's, he's a toddler now. A he's son. got a thing that he does, and it's pretty good, where he's like, I'm going to do an album. And then nowhere is he actually performing on the album, where he just go or a song. He just goes, DJ Khaled, Productions. Yeah. All right. Well, he has a lot of money. And then it's like all the most famous people in the world are performing, but yeah, it's his he, song. He has a great speed dial. 
Yeah, he really does. It's great. He has got a lot of money. Yeah, he does. He does commercials. His his son, who's a famous, Insta-famous son, very cute, Assad, just celebrated his first birthday. Wait, his son's famous? (laughs) He just turned one? Yeah. No, I think he's two. Two. Yeah, I think he just turned two. Oh, well, no, that he's, makes perfect he's sense. He's one. Oh, no, he's one. He's one. He's Insta-famous, Ed. Because DJ just Khaled has like birthday, 78. So he's one year old. He has like 78 million Instagram <sighs> Things followers. Things are going well, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Anyway, yeah. for his birthday, DJ Khaled and mom Nicole commissioned Hot Living, which also threw the birthday bash, to make a nice watch for Assad. The piece is laced with more than 600 diamonds and weighs yeah. 11.65 uh, yeah. carats, all for yeah. just over 100K. Yeah. First birthday gift. He bought his one-year-old son. Uh, can you tell? Like, my 10-year-old daughter can barely tell time. So I'm not thinking that his one-year-old <laughs> son can really. Well, his one-year-old son now is, owns a Frank Muller, Muller model in rose gold with his name and birth date engraved on the back. So it's fun. also adult size. So sick. So it won't even fit I, I, Yeah, so his he can't even move his arm. I don't even understand. Well, maybe he's going to do maybe what is this story? maybe he's going to do like a fla- What's wrong with this place? <laughs> this country. Maybe, I don't maybe he's going to do like a flavor flave <laughs> thing where he puts it on a chain. deal. By the time he's you ready know, to wear it won't be the cool thing like, anymore. What time is it, boy? Well, of that's all pretty the sick. fucked up things in the world. Like the thing that I keep coming back to that doesn't make sense to me is that Mel Gibson is just universally loved. Oh, he has a movie. That's the thing. That, Trump makes more sense than fucking Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson's back. I mean, Ed. Like, my kids are like, hey, I want to see that Daddy's Home yeah. too." And I had to explain to them. I said, I, I'll never support that guy again. And they're like, why not? And I was like, well, you two are technically Jewish because your mom's Jewish. Right. So let me, let me tell you, he hates you. He hates you. He really does. They're like, well, I still kind of want to see it. I was like, but no. Still, no, isn't John Lithgow in that movie? And he's much more terrifying than Mel Gibson. <laughs> that season of Dexter with Lithgow, <laughs> I, 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 I had trouble sleeping. He's scary and everything. Harry so and the scary. Hendersons. Even Footloose. Okay, Kate, what else is going on? What else is happening? Well, scary and Footloose, I agree. Yeah. Smashing so, couldn't dance in that town. front man. Yes. William Patrick Corgan. Oh, Billy Corgan. He was on Billy Stern, Corgan. and he told Howard that he once saw a person transform into something else. He said, let's just say I was with somebody once, and I oh, saw a transformation no. that I can't explain. Oh, no. The person transformed into something other than human. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Corgan, who lives in Highland Park and runs a tea shop there, said he was sober at the time. He runs a tea shop Highland in Highland Park. Park, California? Yes. Isn't that where Mark Marin lives? Yeah. Yeah. Where is that? That's like a LA suburb? East LA, yeah. Northeast LA. The T is a vampire, right? Like he can do like all (laughs) sort of menu items. I doubt he actually runs it. I I bet if you go to that tea shop, first of all, who's ever been to a tea shop? Secondly, is anybody ever, I bet if you went there every day for nine months, you wouldn't see William Patrick Corrigan there. That's weird. He goes, imagine you're doing something and suddenly you turn around and there's somebody else standing there. A different human, Stern asked, sort of. It's hard to explain without going into detail, Corgan said. But did you just say to the person, what did you just do here? That's not you, Stern said. Yeah. Yes, and they acknowledged it. They wouldn't explain it. Oh, like how? 
He added, it's up there with one of the most intense things I've ever been through. Uh, if there's something more intense he's been through than seeing a person morph into something that's not human. Then he can't describe. I'd just like to know what that is. Or refuses to describe. Billy Corgan's one of these guys that really the best thing for him would have been to die like nine months after Siamese Dream came out. Oh my God, I was obsessed with that album. It's so fucking good. I listened to it. The, oh, yeah. the, se- the, the, the next one was good too, the double album. It was, it was good too, but it was like he got more pop and a little more mainstream. You know, it was like if he had just died when after the right. thing that really broke and was really like his pinnacle achievement, like he would be more revered now because he's – Sure. I mean, he's he's definitely very. He did other good stuff, but yeah, I mean, I don't need to hear. You, from him you think about that with with uh, artists that last that that die before their time, and you think, oh, if they were only around, like you know, think about like how sad Jim Morrison would have been. Oh, yeah, he was already like, sad. aging. Yeah, or Biggie, Biggie, yeah. like he would have been on like American Idol and shit. Like, yeah, he, he was hanging out like, with Puffy. Like as before, we knew how lame Puffy was. Yeah, it was about to get super lame. Yes. But yeah. I feel like Jim Morrison would still be touring. Oh, yeah. He'd be be so fat. He would would have like a a residency at the the, Sands. He loved the attention. Yeah, totally. Uh, He was tortured. He used to perform with his back to the crowd because he was so shy. That's why he drank so much. Mm. Out of Doors face. Read a few books on it. We all did. Not my... Proudest moment. No, we did not all. I've uh, never had a Doris yeah. face. This next story reminds me of something that happened to me just as I was. You saw a shapeshifter? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you shapeshifted? And it just reminded me. It was very yes. scary. Dr. Phil apparently crashed into a skateboarder uh, with his car on Friday. This is an interesting story. According to, so I guess the incident occurred when he was exiting a parking lot near Universal Studios. He reportedly tried to pass a van and then in doing so, crashed into a skateboarder on a crosswalk. He got out of his car to check on the man who's in his early 20s, and he drove away after the man said he was fine, Mm -hmm. but when police officers showed up, they called an ambulance. Um, The skater refused to take it and said he would go on his own. Yeah. Um, But it doesn't look good for Dr. Phils, which is what the story says. I'm not sure why it doesn't look good for him. Well, here's the thing. He he diagnosed and decided the guy was fine. You're fine. You're fine. It's it. I'm not a real doctor. (laughs) You are not injured. It's because you need to take control of your life and get off this skateboard. Gave him a Dr. Phil mug and sent him on his way. So I was just driving home from work. Stop trying to do ollies. Listen to my friend Oprah. It's dark outside. Yeah. And I pulled up to our street here. Uh Uh-oh. And I stopped at the red light. Yeah. And I had my... I was making a right turn. I had my turn signal on. And I so looked, dark. I looked to my left yep. to see if there was anyone coming. And I pulled. And as I was pulling, there was someone right in my window yeah. who I had almost hit and didn't see. People don't look pedestrian. Like, what are you doing? And cyclists. I was like, yeah, it's dark. I was, I was like, it's dark, bitch. And I thought for a second, holy shit, I could have killed you. That, didn't even see you. That's why people who follow my Instagram stories know that when I go out for my fitness walks in the evening, a lot of times it's dusk or getting dark. Mm-hmm. I wear my orange camo hunting cap. Oh, is that why you wear that? Yeah. So the I could, I, yeah, I have a high vis, I have a high vis cap so people can see me at night. Cause people, cars, it's hard. People are hard to see. A lot of words just now that what do you mean? could be dissected. What do you mean? What, 
Yeah. Are you my father-in-law? You go for evening walks with yeah. his, with his wife. Yeah. Fist on the and- days, on the days I don't lift weights Ed, I'll go for a walk. I have this 40 pound weight vest that I'll throw on and it just, it gives oh, okay. you, it's a, like a good. So you're working out. I thought you were just doing like the old people the leisurely walk. Yeah. I mean, I, I go for like a three, three mile walk or so. Do you, do you poop on anybody's doorstep like that woman in Colorado? No, she's still at large by the way, which is weird. Cause they have a good shot of her. What? Right. Yeah. Uh, we, something we, you're not a you don't listen to the show. There's no tr- there's no true so many podcasts. There's no true crime on the show. Okay, let's wrap this up. We okay, got games to watch. This is my last story. Okay. This is a crazy story. Let's hear it. Last January, six months after Fox News ousted its chairman amid a sexual harassment scandal, oh, this the really network's top-rated host yep. at the time, Bill O'Reilly, yep. struck a thirty-two million dollar agreement with a longtime network analyst. Six zeros new preceded by the number thirty-two. According to Jesus. two people briefed on the matter, which is an extraordinarily large amount for such ca- uh, yeah. cases like this. Although, although the deal had not been previously made public, um, the network's parent company, which is 21st Century Fox, acknowledges that it was aware of the woman's complaints about O'Reilly, um, which included allegations of repeated harassment and non-consensual sexual relationship. Yeah. So take that in. Yes. And the sending of gay pornography and other sexually explicit material to her, according to those that were briefed on the matter. Um, It was at least the sixth agreement and by far the largest made by either O'Reilly or the company to settle sexual harassment allegations against him. Despite that record, 21st Century Fox began contract negotiations with O'Reilly and in February granted him a four-year extension. He got ratings. That paid $25 million a year. Yeah. Or not enough, or two-thirds of what he paid that woman. I mean, I just, the culture that we are living in at the moment, I think we all know, is fucked. Yes. And I think that this latest wave of accusations in Hollywood is helping. He was still only paying six figures. I mean, I think this, you know, it, it hashtags and stuff don't really, you know, they, they obviously can't do everything. But I think it, there has been a real shift, like, in the last yeah. month of, I mean, today, you know, everybody, the Me Too thing. Like, yeah. yeah. Totally. Even, t- I knew some of Michelle's situations, but, like, she still had, like, three more than I knew yeah. about. Yeah. That, like, just, it's just the way it goes. It's crazy. I don't, it, you'd be hard pressed to find a woman that hasn't, doesn't have a Me Too. Well, I just think back to like working at restaurants growing up and like how the the chicks I worked with would get sexually harassed. And it was like not funny, but it was just sort of, oh, that's part of the deal. You know, like I didn't, it wasn't, didn't seem that bad to me at the time. And now looking back, I'm like, that probably had to be so intensely terrifying for that person to have to come to work knowing that the fucking bartender was going to be hitting her up all the time or the bus boy was going to try to grab her ass or like, I didn't, you know, it just, it just never occurred to me that how awful that would be to have that be a regular thing in your life when you're just trying to exist. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's fucked. But think of what you would have to do to merit awarding somebody 32 million of your own dollars 
so that they won't tell people what you did. Yeah. Right. To put in perspective, this past weekend, all of the living presidents got together to raise yep. money for what Puerto Rico or whatever it was. Right. Um, they raised 31. Right. Right. They raised, and and uh, Patton Oswald's brother, Matt Oswald, tweeted, congratulations, you almost uh, raised enough for a Bill O'Reilly sex yeah. scandal. Yeah. I, um, I, a few weeks ago, Adam, Adam Carolla had Bill O'Reilly on and he, and this is before this part of the news broke, but it was, you know, their buddies or whatever. And I don't think Adam Carolla is really too informed on issues like this because this Bill O'Reilly is like, Oh, we got proof. We got, we got proof that this is all bullshit. It's going to come out. It's going to, yeah, yeah. it's going to come out. That's what he keeps saying. It's going to come out. If you had it, it would be out. It would be out in lieu of the 32 followed by six zeros. You gave a woman that you tormented. Like you don't you if you had proof you wouldn't give the thirty two million dollars. Exactly. Fuck him. He's a fucking. Yeah. Guy. And you wouldn't you wouldn't allow these negative stories to continue to come out. No. You would like it's gonna come out. Like no, you would want to cut it off now. Of course. Like, if if with you your, could cut it off, you would with your proof. And today, this in, look today good. in the yep. news, um, Hollywood screenwriter James Toback is in the news with oh, multiple he looks allegations. He looks creepy. All um, I need to see is a picture of this guy, and I could have told him, you this. So. Same with Weinstein. Look, if you work in Hollywood yep. and you've sexually harassed someone, you better be fucking yeah, worried. It's coming out. Because this is a wave yep. that is only just, like, building. Yep. 100%. Okay, is that it, Kate? Yep, Okay. Me. Ed. Go watch. Do you want to know what the score is in the Redskins? No, game? no, please don't. Please don't. Oh, I don't know. I don't know anyway. Uh, okay. <laughs> Thank you for that, everyone. For Kate McManus, for Ed Daly, my name is Brian Beckner. Thank you for joining us. Episode 192 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Karate Kid 2. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. Bye.